When planning the road to success, there are a few steps to keep in mind. Identifying and solving the cause, facing and embracing change, goal setting, and being accountable. We'll talk about this today on Sustainable Success with Chris Salem. New and healthier habits lead to prosperity in all areas of your life and business. Now, here's your host, Chris Salem. Well, happy Wednesday morning to everybody, wherever you are. If you're on the East Coast or on the West Coast or in the middle, you're listening to the Sustainable Success Radio Show. Uh, Welcome, everyone. Just wanted to let you know, we do have a new Facebook page called Sustainable Success. We encourage all of our listeners to visit the page and make comments to any of the shows that you do here. And today we have a really uh, special guest today. He's also a a radio show host for Voice America, uh, has a show called Amplified, and we're going to be talking today about amplifying your message for sustainable success. I wanted to give you a little brief brief background about Kenton Rashone, and he's a visionary for an umbrella syndicate. He's also the president of AbsoluteEntertainment.com and Perfect Publishing. He's an author of over 17 books and he has traveled to over 103 countries. He's also, as I mentioned, a radio show host for Voice America with his show Amplified. Please check it out. And most important that it should be mentioned, his inspiration and his boss is his own son. And that holds dear to my heart because that's the same thing for me. Ken, I want to welcome you to the show today. Thank you, Chris. It's been a long time since we've talked. Absolutely. Was it, it was just about, what, 10 hours? <laughs> maybe Roughly, maybe yeah. more than that. I, just to let everybody, <clears throat> absolutely. I was on Ken's show yesterday, everyone, and we had a great show. Uh, again, you got to check out Ken's show, Amplified. It's on uh, Tuesdays at 5 p.m. East Coast time, 2 p.m. Uh, Pacific Standard Time. Well, Ken, I wanted to, you know, we're going to be talking today about amplifying your message about for sustainable success. And we have a lot of listeners here that are entrepreneurs, marketers, sales professionals, also business leaders, and are always looking to up their game in terms of getting their message uh, to really resonate with their audience. So wanted to talk to you a little bit about amplifying your message. If you could provide some, you know, some of your background and how people could go about really amplifying and taking their message to another level. Well, it is a interesting problem because there's so many people that have beautiful messages are actually very committed to living a purpose driven life, but they don't have the marketing and the social media campaign that really backs it up. And so they have, but is really considered a gap or an incongruency in who they are searchably and who they are in real life. So the, the real first concept I would suggest is just where do you want to end up being and how can you document that in a campaign to show the frequency, the consistency, and the integrity of what you're about. Now, what I loved about you being on the show yesterday is I really loved your vulnerability and I loved your uh, commitment as well as your authenticity message that you have. And authenticity is obviously the underlying aspect of whether the message is going to be resonating. So I think listening to your show and your advice takes care of that. The, the issue that happens after that is, do you show up with that often, authentic message and that authenticity at a frequency and a pace that no matter when people check you out, no matter what week they check you out, they say, wow, tried and true, 
this is a top of mind situation. Whenever I think of this person or this topic or this uh, subject, I always think of Chris or whoever the person is. And what I want to be known for is amplifying messages because so many books, roughly 90% or 95% of books, never really last more than a month because they don't have an amplification or a social media campaign that keeps their book alive. Yeah, that is so true. And I mean, and you made a really important statement there when you talked about, you know, the message and, and being authentic when you mentioned well, yesterday. And that's always been something very important to me, being authentic, because I feel, again, when it's not about me or if, if whoever the person is, it's really about the message. You are just the voice behind it. And, and people want to know what the message is how that can impact their business, how how it can impact the quality of their lives. And I think, as you mentioned, that's really what has to stand out. And if it comes from an authentic uh, point of uh, perspective, so to speak, that's going to really resonate with uh, what what people are looking for. So go into a little bit about, you know, what are some of the ways – People can start to, you know, improve upon, you know, improving their message. What are some areas that they can look at in order to stand out? You know, not that they're anything unique, but that they could stand out for more people to recognize who they, you know, what their message is about. Sure. I'll I'll be happy to answer that. I want to give an example or an analogy of a problem that I hear often. And the problem is actually a catch-22 situation. So, you know, speakers are always looking for more stages, more more opportunities to speak, correct? Correct. And so they say, can you create a social media plan that will get me more speaking engagements? And it's actually like backwards. Have you proven that you've been on lots of stages so we can create a campaign to get you on more stages? No one's looking for the opportunity to launch someone because that's a lot of work, as you know. But someone that's established, it's very easy to have that credibility. So to give you uh, an, an idea of just several things, one is what kind of proof do you have that what you're doing is exceptional and is worth listening to, purchasing, following? So uh, reviews are a huge missing piece. I, uh, I very much focus on, for instance, I haven't asked you yet, Chris, but the show we did yesterday, obviously, you'd shared verbally and through text that you were very pleased to be on the show and you had a great experience. So I would be following up with you you know, today or tomorrow and saying, hey, would you mind writing a review about the Amplified show? And likewise, when I'm complete with this show and I say, wow, that was a great show, Chris, writing a review for you doesn't change your life, doesn't change your bank account, but it certainly does if it happens every single day. Would you agree with that? Absolutely. It's just what it's the little things that add up over time to monetize, you know, towards your goal. So if you saw a leader, a speaker, and they said, I'd like to speak on your stage. One of the things you may do is Google them. That's a high chance you'd Google them. And another thing you do is looking for some kind of proof that this is the person you want to feel comfortable putting on a stage with your trusted audience. So let's say they have, you know, five reviews and they're all five-star reviews. It doesn't mean that they are not a quality person. It just means that they haven't really done a lot of proof in frequency to make you feel super comfortable because five could come from the mom, the son, the uncle, etc. And so it, it just leaves you wondering is, is this a really a professional speaker? So my number one recommendation is get really serious about what you're doing in life and get to a hundred reviews that come from influencers, come from peers, come from 
uh, people that are actually going to be a, a great person to have a call with and say, this person delivered everything I wanted, and then they're going to get a lot of future jobs. So I sell most of what I do with social proof campaigns. So there's not a doubt when someone looks on my page and they see, I think we have 945 star reviews. There's not a doubt that we haven't delivered on a regular basis. So that would be a very, very high uh, focus I would make for someone that wants to be amplified or get more of what they're looking for. Absolutely. I would say that that association is so key. You know, you're, you know, the people you associate with are going to really be a big influence on you growing and amplifying that message. So that's really important. And I think a lot of times people miss the boat on that. They they kind of go solo. They're not really thinking about leveraging with others that are already out there. And that is so important. That And I would say that would go for if you're a speaker and you've written a book, it'd be the same thing if you're writing a book that you want to have, you know, a, a review or somebody on the back cover or somebody do the forward that is has that social proof that's going to help amplify your message in the book as well. Yes, all things equal. If you had a book with one person and a book with another person, same topic, um, almost the same graphics on the book, and one book on the front cover had Jack Hanfield writing, best book I have read on this topic. Which one are you buying of the two? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> not, a, not, not a question. So the second one is actually, think about if you're an authority in what you're doing. I don't care if it's carpet cleaning all the way to uh, solving problems in the world for businesses. Having a book, and obviously you're an author, Chris, and you know the power that that brings to your life to have a book. It, it puts you in a great position. It's a great way of giving a book to a prospect and, and having their life changed in a very nice, comfortable, passive way. When you're, you're pitching something, it's on your time, but when you're giving a book away and they need that book or they want to read that information, it's on their time, and they, they will grow to love you if your message resonates with them. Absolutely. And, and Ken, what would you feel like in terms of the social proof when we're looking at this particular area, you know, what are some of the the avenues you think that would work best? I mean, are we talking websites? Are we talking on, you know, Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram? You know, what would be some of the areas that you would recommend for people to really, you know, get that social proof, amplify that message? Well, that's a a big question and a great question. So the answer is safely all the above, but let me, I guess, get more detailed. One is look at where your clients are coming from, look at where your clients are searching, and that would be your highest focus. So my clients are mainly coming from Facebook, and that's not true of all businesses, but I have a a beautiful Facebook community that is going to events. They're very social about the events they go to. They want to be empowered. They want to empower others. So it's a little bit more B2C perhaps, and then to some degree B2B that you're able to play. And so I make sure when I'm talking to potential clients I asked them, hey, Chris, uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to working with you. What would I need to do to get a five-star review from you? And it's a very interesting question because it has so many elements of psychology in it. The first element of psychology is that I'm already working with you. The second element of psychology is that I'm committed and I want to be accountable. And you know as well as I do that that accountability piece jolts you to the top of their mindset of, hey, this is a person that I can probably count on. So I, I highly recommend that you, if you want to get in the review game, the social proof game, which is really the best game to be in, it just means that influencers are talking about you, that you have credibility, that you have so many people you've satisfied, and that you want to be in an accountability game. 
you will have a higher percentage of sales. You'll have a higher degree of what you can charge for uh, doing services. And you'll be actually very happy when you go to bed at night that you're living to the customer's dream of because they've already communicated what it would take for you to satisfy and get a five-star review from them. Yeah, it makes sense. And do you think that, that an integrated approach really works well? Like you mentioned, Facebook has really done well for you, you know, where bulk of your feedback and business comes from Facebook. But that doesn't mean always the case for everyone. It could be, you know, if they're more B2B driven, maybe LinkedIn can be the source that is the driver. But do you feel like an integrated approach probably is probably holistically a better, you know, the best thing to look at first, depending upon what your well, business is? If I answered no, I would expect for you to hang out from me right away because integration <laughs> is, is, is a no-brainer. So on, on, uh, on Amazon, I have, I think, 138 five-star reviews for my book. On LinkedIn, I have right around that same number. In my industry of DJing, I have 840 five-star reviews on our ability to deliver uh, DJ value. And then on Facebook, I have 940, as I mentioned. So uh, integration is, is not only recommended, I, I think it's essential because you don't want to have kind of the impression that if people don't take Facebook seriously, they say, ah, that was luck. But if it's across the board, wherever you look, it's obviously not only congruent, but it's something that they can count on. No, absolutely. Absolutely. And if you have any other examples of people that you've, you know, you've come across in your circles, you know, this will help out. Usually I like to, you know, use other examples as well of people that you may know that that could resonate with some of the listeners here. What are some of the people in your circles that you feel have really benefited from this alignment with social proof and the five-star reviews, whether if they're a speaker, author, uh, or uh, or they run a business, whatever the case may be. Are there anybody that, you, that, that a story that stands out that you feel would would really resonate with the audience here? Of course. I, uh, both of these particular people are in the event game, and they attract leaders, uh, influencers, speakers. And uh, I love both of them a lot, and they both have really a different product they offer uh, through or their experience that they offer through their events. So, the first one is Greg S. Reed with Secret Knock, and he, just by dropping the name Bernie Dorman from CEO Space, and I had his attention, and he talked to me for, I think, a whole two or three minutes and said, yeah, come on out to Secret Knock. Let me see what you got. And so I started a relationship with him roughly three years ago, have continued to photograph, do the social media, the social proof, and the viral campaigns associated with it, and he paid me a really nice compliment. He said, uh, every single time the event's over, he's, he's, he's very gracious with calling me and letting me know how much he appreciates what I do. But this particular comment really, uh, I guess, stood out. He said, you know, I go to events and people don't always know who I am. They don't even recognize my face, uh, my name. And the second I say I have an event called, a little event called Secret Knock, all of a sudden their eyes light up and they say, my gosh, I've seen the photos everywhere. It looks like the coolest event ever. And he does have a phenomenally cool event. It's, it's the type of event that will go viral. I mean, I think he's had between 10,000 and I believe 3 million people um, see his photos at each event. And the 3 million was quite an outlier because I had some help with some uh, lovely friends, uh, Justin Lapazan, who is a, a, an amazing person at create, creating Twitter 
campaigns. So together, we, we created a, a campaign that actually reached 3 million people, had about 175,000 impressions. So it was pretty in, in, uh, sick. And then the second person is Ken Courtright, who has a, a, a relatively small uh, conference, and it's called Digital Footprint. And he gives the secrets of how you can make a, a digital footprint, how you can get the most traffic and, and have the real estate of your website grow in equity. He's, he's a brilliant guy. And he started with me roughly about the same time three years ago. And his event has continued to grow and bring in high, high quality people. And he's getting closer to a tipping point. <clears throat> the difference between Greg and uh, Ken is really just time. Uh, Greg's been doing this for, I believe, nine years or 10 years with Secret Knock. And Ken's been doing, I believe, four or five years. So they're at different growth cycles. But both of them have been impacted a lot by allowing proof of the experience to go viral. And I'll just uh, wrap up by saying, imagine if someone was spending $10,000 in an event, which is not the cost of these events. And all you saw was lots of smiles from that person with all the people they're connected with at, at that event. Your assumption would be that they're getting lots of value for the ticket price that they paid. Is that true? Absolutely. Absolutely. And we, we're almost coming to break, Ken. And th- this is some great information. And you're so right. I mean, people have to look at this as a process that, you know, you, social proof is not going to happen overnight. Yes, you know, we see sometimes overnight sensations or people in a short period of time escalate uh, to a high level in terms of visibility. But for the most part, it is a process. And and people have to enjoy every step of the process and getting that proof is so, so important. And you mentioned Greg Reed, you know, and Kevin Corright. I mean, they're both CEO space members, uh, well-connected. And these are people that are, you know, are aligned with really the type types of people that you want that so, social proof from. So it's so important. Uh, when we come back, we're going to be continually talking with Ken about how to amplify your message. We're going to get into some other areas. Again, you're listening to the Sustainable Success Radio Show. Again, if uh, you would like to find us, uh, seek out our information, we're at on Facebook at Sustainable Success and also at the Voice America Influencer Channel. We'll be right back. This is the Voice America Influencers Channel. Be inspired. What is balance? It's being true to your purpose and not being distracted by shiny objects, surrounding yourself with family and loved ones, nurturing your spirituality, maintaining healthy balance of emotional and physical wellness, and being present in the moment. Chris Salem creates awareness about unblocking mindset barriers for sales professionals, business leaders, entrepreneurs, and all types of people to have sustainable success at the next level. The solution evolves out of the problem or challenge. The issue is that many people and businesses manage the effect but do not address the root cause. You now have an opportunity to live your life and operate your business in the solution rather than the effect of your challenges. Schedule a time to chat about your goals and the person you desire to be by going to ChristopherSalem.com. We have group consulting calls, one-on-one, and other programs to assist you. It will be the best thing you do for yourself to see how sustainable success is possible for you in your life and business. Join us at the next level. Visit ChristopherSalem.com. 
Become a member of VoiceAmerica.com. It's easy and best of all, it's free. Start out by going to our homepage or any of our channels and click register at the top. Once you've created an account and signed in, you can create your own custom library, opt into our newsletter, search by show, host, guest, or topic of interest, or browse millions of hours of content across all of our Voice America radio channels. Membership gets you more. Visit voiceamerica.com today to get started and tailor the listening experience to your taste. You are listening to Sustainable Success with Chris Salem. Call into our program today at 1-866-472-5795. Again, that's 1-866-472-5795 or send an email to Chris at ChristopherSalem.com. Now, back to Sustainable Success. Welcome back. Uh, you're listening to the Sustainable Success Radio Show. I'm here with Ken Rashan. We're talking about amplifying your message for sustainable success. And on the first leg of the show, if you're just joining us, we were talking about, in general, how to amplify your message and why social proof and five-star reviews are so important as part of that strategy. What I wanted to get into here, uh, Ken, is, you know, there are probably a lot of people here that have written a book, either one book or several books, depending upon what business they're in. And I think a lot of times when it comes to a book, people kind of miss miss out on really continuing where the book came, where it came from and where it's going. It kind of dies out because they don't continue the message. And can you explain where the drop-off is and what are some of the strategies that business owners, authors, or entrepreneurs, coaches, speakers, what they can do if they've written a book to really sustain the message of that book going forward? Well, if you wouldn't mind, Chris, I'd like to back up a bit and just say that getting a book out by itself is quite a, a triumphant experience because if you look at the math, most professionals, it's around 85% of professionals want to write a book and only about 1% or 2% do that. So your listeners that are authors, they probably have that second problem of did they get a return for their effort and their money? And again, only 2 or 3% get that return. The average author sells considerably under 100 books, some would argue even under 40. And the reason why is they're missing probably the biggest piece of what is needed for a book and a business for that matter is marketing a social media campaign, a marketing campaign that lets the world know that they exist. And I was just talking to a, a photographer the other day, and I said, um, I already knew the answer, but I just wanted to hear him say it. And I said, you got a photographer who's brilliant, phenomenal work. Will they make it over a photographer that's only great, but is excellent at business and marketing? And he says, no question. The person with the business sense and the marketing sense is going to not only stay in business, they're going to flourish. And so it's interesting. Most people put all their money into the making of the book and almost none of the money into the marketing of the book. So what happens in essence is no matter how great the book is, the world doesn't know about it. No purchases happen. The book dies within 30 days. And the, the experience the author has is so frustrating and disappointing. They never return to the typewriter dash computer to write a second book. And it has nothing to do with how great an author or writer they are. Absolutely true. So what we need to do is look at what are you trying to accomplish with a book? And before I say that, I, I want to remind everyone, 
I believe everyone has a book in them. I think everybody has a book in them. Uh, if you look at how many brilliant people have left this earth that were great speakers, uh, had a great message, had just a great story, what they had to overcome in life, and they forgot before they passed to legacy that, leave the message, uh, connect with the loved ones to teach them what they learned, you would expedite the amount of connection to your family tree. You'd expedite the amount of, uh, you know, hard knocks rules you could learn through people that you love and trust. So it, that part's unfortunate. But to answer your question, sorry to take a bit of time with that, is what you need to consider when you're doing a book is what kind of campaign is going to run your message to the highest possible level. And I'll just give, uh, I'll give one idea and then we're going to, I'm going to take a break just so I make sure I'm answering the question that you wanted is if you're going to do a book about rock climbing, I don't don't care what it is, making cupcakes, you want to make sure that that book ends up in the hands of every single influencer that's in that particular industry. You mail it to them, you find out their address, you mail it to them. And if you are committed to it being a great book, they will receive it. They can't help but wonder what you wrote. And then they'll take pictures of it, that they received it, they liked it. And I know so many authors that have used this game plan, and they became Amazon sensations. They became an authority. Their price for speaking went through the roof just because they use that simple little tip of making sure their book ended up in the hands of influencers for a social proof campaign. Yeah, that is so important. I think, yeah, a lot of times people just feel like, you know, I can, you know, it's going to be on Amazon and and people are going to find it. And it's not the case. Even if you're working with a hybrid publisher or a publisher, even in with that in itself, they're not going to, it's not going to be what you think it is. You have to take the responsibility to go out there and, and hustle to align this with the influencers that you just talked about and really, you know, manage the marketing end of it. You know, or find the right sources that are going to help you to do that. And many times, like you mentioned, you know, the book, it, you know, the book is the, you know, gets the message out there. But it could be the other things that you do on the back end, speaking, coaching, uh, other types of products associated with it that are going to help monetize that message with what you're doing. So, in terms of a, you know, a strategy, if somebody has a book, they're just coming out with the book for the first time whether if it's self-published or if they can't, you know, went through a publisher, you had mentioned first about, you know, making sure you find the right types of influencers in that segment that they serve to get the book into their hands. What are some other suggestions that you feel would work to sustain that book's message that they could see the fruits of their labor? Well, getting edification from influencers uh, before you print the book, sending it to them and saying, Hey, would you mind, sharing a review, a uh, testimonial of what you think of the book, and more importantly, what would make the book better, and more, even better than that, uh, quoting them and bringing them into the book project from a standpoint of them being an expert so that you edify technically yourself. That makes sense. That makes sense. And again, somebody that already has that influence is so important because that you know you're not only leveraging your and you know your your social contacts but also theirs as well so that's very important anything else that you think that works well like in terms of getting that exposure uh real simple uh, just bringing your book to events and giving it away as uh, a door prize getting in the hands of people and having them take selfies or um getting pictures that you take just to show that your book is 
um, you know, connecting with people. And, you know, a lot of people go up to photographers, and since I am accused of being a photographer, not that I, I that's a bad accusation, it's just I'm, I'm a marketer and I like to use photos to help market. But a lot of people say, hey, um, thanks for taking that picture. I'm going to give you the privilege of giving you my card so you can email me that photo for free. And they miss the, the connection that that photographer may be earning a living at doing photography <laughs> or that it's not their number one priority to market or give away free photos. So it's amazing what a hundred dollar bill will do. And, you know, if your career isn't worth a hundred dollars in marketing, you need to just question what it is worth. And so I would go to a photographer that's at an event, give them a hundred dollar bill and just get their business card and say, Hey, for five minutes or 10 minutes, can you get some pictures of me on stage? Can you get some pictures of me with people with my books, et cetera? And you just hired a photographer, honestly, dirt cheap. That's going to get you professional photos and it's going to be a campaign that you can actually control and actually show. And I think giving away books is just such a smart thing to do. I give away roughly 1200 books a year and that is my marketing campaign. It's a very big part of it. And a lot of people, when I say, Hey, you want to trade books or, um, uh, I'm a marketer. I can market your book. They, they, they look at that book and they're like, Ooh, this book is worth $20. And they're missing the point that it costs them $3 and that what I might be offering or a marketer might be offering them is 500 to maybe even $5,000 worth of exposure. And so I, I think you need to take 20% of your books, if not 50% of your books and look at them as your marketing medium to actually get your brand out there, your message out there and show that you're really, um, committed to this career that you're in. No, absolutely. And when you think about a book, especially if you, you know, if you came out with your fir- first book, it's, it's like, it's like a, it's, it's like a business card in a way, you know, but even better because it, you know, if it, it establishes that authority that you are an expert in the particular area that you've, that you've wrote in. So, or written in. So, what would be like you, you mentioned about, you know, getting pictures, which I feel is very important because, you know, people, what they see is what they believe. And when they see things, they want they want what you have. And I think that's a great marketing tool. And it, and it sounds very you know inexpensive. What's one hundred dollars if you could get a photographer at an event to take, you know, high quality photos of you with influencers on stage, pictures of your book in hand with those influencers that goes a long way because those pictures will last forever and you could continue your message based upon those photos as you tell the story. I mean, this is something to put on your website, on your social media. So it goes a long way. Are there any other particular strategies like in terms of like if, if somebody's looking to go bestseller or international bestseller, you know, Amazon has certain things that you have to do in order to get that, that status. Do you feel that those play an important role as well in, you know, leveraging the message for your, for your book for sustainability? They certainly can. Um, they're not a focus of mine, but uh, I was going to say that publishers have a lot of different uh, publishers, not the same as a different, another publisher as another publisher. Some publishers are really glorified printers. Some publishers are strategists are in getting you Amazon bestseller campaigns. Some publishers are, have the relationships to get you in book uh, bookstores. My specialty and why I wanted to create a publishing company was I wanted to create long-term social proof campaigns for books that the books stay alive, you know, indefinitely so that the message that that author did would continue to penetrate the world and tip at some point and get all kinds of 
sales are in the bigger part of it, not the book, but the part of the author, the programs, everything you were talking about earlier about why you would actually do a book. Most people that are getting into the authorship, I hope they're not delusional, delusional in thinking that they're going to be able to retire on the sales of their book because that is a very rare situation. It's probably considerably less than 1%, and I don't think it's worse than a lotto ticket, but there are millions of books put out every year, and most of those authors are not carrying their books around because those books don't make a difference in their life. So to make a difference in your life with your book, you have to have the book really, as you said before, the business card that shows you're serious. And for if you consider every influencer's time, they not only would not buy your book for $20, but they may not even give you five minutes to, of their time to read the book. So you have got to have a very powerful book and a very powerful statement and a very powerful timing to make sure an influencer would actually look at what you're doing. And so one of the things I suggest is that if you're at an event, if you give a book to someone, they may actually look at it on the plane. And if you put your business card in there and they have a way of following up, it may turn into something very big and you just have to play that game. That's the best game to play. Well, like I said, I mean, if you don't ask and if you don't put yourself out there, nothing happens. So it's a matter of timing too. Like you said, you may, you may give it to an influencer. It may turn into nothing. They may not even look at it. You may give it to another one and they do. And it can change the quality of your life and your business just with that association. So I think that's really important. In terms of the... Actually, Chris, I have a a point that I forgot to make. Um, You know, $20 is a very small investment for a book, yet it's amazing how many people, when they're offered a book, they say, you know what, Uh, I'll get it on Amazon and I'm not going to buy it. And so you stand out really dramatically if you have someone on stage that says, hey, my books are on sale in the back for $20 or whatever you may find you're one of the very few people that buy the book. And if you go up to them and have them sign the book, get a picture of them with the book, you stand out out of all the people in the audience because you, you invest a measly $20 and then you have their attention for a minute or two. And perhaps that will make the difference on whether they actually not only communicate with you, but support you in what you're doing as a leader, author, influencer. No, absolutely. Well, that gets back to what we discussed earlier in the first leg about the, you know, being associated with key influencers and getting that social proof. And that is so important. And so any of you out there, you know, if you're, you know, you know, listening here, if you have a book, these are some great points that you'd really have to to take into account what Ken is talking about. Now, Ken, when it, when, when somebody's putting out a book, do you feel like, is there one version that's better than the other? And we, we have a few minutes to break, if you can make it brief, in terms of, uh, you know, like a soft, like a, either hard copy, soft copy, ebook, or any combination, which one you feel works best? I don't know that answer, but I do know this answer, is that people buy books on their cover. So investing the amount of money you need to have in a book cover that wows people and gets people excited will get them to hold the book read the back cover, et cetera. If you do not have a good book cover, you're already done. And the second thing is try to make a small book, a book that's 100 pages because that's enough for someone to finish it in an hour. And 60% of people that pick up a book that they are intrigued by can't help but finish it in an hour because it was actually enjoyable. Whereas if it's daunting at 120, 200 pages, whatever, unfortunately, uh, people are busy right now and they just don't have the time and they get overwhelmed too quick. Uh, you're you're spot on right there. I can totally relate. I know when I wrote Master Your Inner Critic, Resolve the Root Cause, Create Prosperity that came out last year, when international bestseller, 
I specifically went in to design the book to be straight to the point. No fluff, 100-something pages, that it was a quick read. But something that, where, like you said, where people would get engaged, they would sit with it from front to end, and they could always go back and read it again because, it, again, it was a short book. And, and I've gotten a lot of great feedback from that. So that. And I think with today's world, we have so many things going on. People don't have time to read books that are two to 300 pages. So you, I think, again, straight to the point really makes the difference. Uh, you're listening to the Sustainable Success Radio Show. I'm with Ken Rashawn, amplifying your message again. Check out Ken on thevoiceamerica.com uh, for the Amplified Radio Show. We'll be right back. This is the Voice America Influencers Channel. Be inspired. What is balance? It's being true to your purpose and not being distracted by shiny objects, surrounding yourself with family and loved ones, nurturing your spirituality, maintaining healthy balance of emotional and physical wellness, and being present in the moment. Chris Salem creates awareness about unblocking mindset barriers for sales professionals, business leaders, entrepreneurs, and all types of people to have sustainable success at the next level. The solution evolves out of the problem or challenge. The issue is that many people and businesses manage the effect but do not address the root cause. You now have an opportunity to live your life and operate your business in the solution rather than the effect of your challenges. Schedule a time to chat about your goals and the person you desire to be by going to ChristopherSalem.com. We have group consulting calls, one-on-one, and other programs to assist you. It will be the best thing you do for yourself to see how sustainable success is possible for you in your life and business. Join us at the next level. Visit ChristopherSalem.com. Are you finding your frequency? It can be described as that space between failure and success. It's the future of digital media. It's finding your voice. It's engaging topics, content, and ideas. Jeff and Ryan discuss the digital media space and all of its aspects. It's about making the mistakes, taking the chances, summoning the intestinal fortitude to step out of your comfort zone, and discovering what you can accomplish when you decide to try, decide to learn, decide that you have something to say, and find your frequency. Fridays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Find out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Find out about new shows, featured guests, and what's up this week. Find us on Facebook by searching keyword Voice America. You are listening to Sustainable Success with Chris Salem. Call into our program today at 1-866-472-5795. Again, that's 1-866-472-5795. Or send an email to Chris at ChristopherSalem.com. Now, back to Sustainable Success. Well, welcome back. We're on the third leg of our show. For those joining us again, we are with Ken Rashone. He is a radio show host with... Uh, Voice America for the Amplified Show. Again, please check it out. But we're talking today about amplifying your message. And prior to the break, we were talking about how to, you know, use books to amplify your message, why that's important. And while we're on continuing on that topic, Ken, what really got, you know, you're an author of over 17 books. So what was your motivation and inspiration to become an author yourself? 
Well, I actually had some very brilliant relatives that um, never wrote a book, and I was not very happy when they passed, and I didn't get to capture who they were, and I didn't get to get their life lessons. So I made a, a decision that I would write books, and that specifically my biggest uh, hero, the person I wanted to influence the most to be a future leader, would be my son. So he's now four years old, and I've written four books to him and for him with the um, hope that no matter what time I, I am called to heaven or whatever you believe in, that I have a conversation that can continue with my son that motivates him and also steers him in the right direction. Oh, that's fabulous. I think, you know, and like I said, a book lasts forever. And, and what a what a, a great way to leave that as a legacy for your son and for his kids that he'll have in the future. And I can relate 100 percent because I was the same way. I had a I have a nine year old son. So when I wrote Master Your Inner Critic, Resolve the Root Cause, Create Prosperity, he was a a main part of why I wrote that book that knowing that if I didn't go through that process and we talked about this yesterday on your show that if I had not gone through that process myself what I convey in the book I would have never been able to be the dad that I am today for him I would have continued on in the same tradition that my father did with me that would have led to a lot of issues for my son uh, that he would have passed on to his son so it's so important. And, you know, a book can be referenced at any time and it lasts forever. It's so great. So getting into that, I wanted to talk a little bit about more about the power of events. Uh, you know, this can be online, offline events and why they're so important. And I know we did touch upon that a little bit about getting social proof. But again, what, are, what, what is important if you're either if you're an author again, if you've written a book or you're you know, you're just a business owner, you're looking to get your message out there. Let's talk a little bit about why events are so important from your perspective. Well, I mean, this is living proof, Chris. I mean, we met at City Gala and we have the same reference points to CEO Space International. I don't even recall how many mutual friends we have, but I'm going to guess it's around 100 or more. Oh, and, correct. Absolutely. Yeah. And so when you get out to events, you turn yourself from being a virtual connection to being a real life uh, experience. And so I think that almost every guest I've had on my show has been a result of going to events and meeting really extraordinary people and saying, Hey, I want to stay connected with you. I'd like to get your story into Amplified. And, and so I think that choosing events is really the challenge of how often you want to be at events, what you want to budget for being at events, but also what is your, what is your uh, end result of going to an event? Are you going to help people? Are you going to solve problems? And if you're in that kind of conversation, you will be extremely successful. No, that's absolutely true. I mean, there, there's thousands of events. I mean, every week you can just look at every day there's events somewhere. And the reality is it's impossible. We can't be at all these different places. And from a budget standpoint, we'd be bankrupt if we were if we were at all of them. But I always think it's important, and I'd like you to elaborate on this, that you have a specific plan or strategy in place, how, what you're going to do when you go to this event. Why are you going to this event? Who is going to be at this event? How can this impact and amplify your message to reach your audience at, you know, with higher engagement? I always feel that's so important. Just going there winging it may not cut it because you, you may, you know, you may be missing out on certain opportunities that you were not aware of. So it's always important to do your homework, have a plan. 
What's your, what's your take on that? Well, first of all, I agree with you that you go bankrupt going to events, doing it the way most people do it, because you'd be going there to get something. If, if your audience reads the book, The Go-Giver, and any book by Bob Burke, you'll learn that going to events is about what you can provide value, solve problems, and give instead of take. And then in doing so, you become someone of importance in their life that stands out in the audience and they can't help but return the favor, the reciprocation, the karma, et cetera. So the part I disagree with you, Arn, is that you can go to as many events that you will make an impact that makes you a superstar and thus you would have more business than you can handle and that would be a different problem. So I, I strongly encourage people to think about why they're going to the event, what they're going to do to connect with the people that would, they would make a difference with to cause a conversation or relationship to perpetuate. No, it makes sense. And, and, and determining, I guess, you know, you have to really be, you know, you have to, you know, look at each event and how that aligns with what, who you are and what you do. I always think that also values and beliefs play an important role. Do you agree? I mean, or is that something that maybe may not, may not be important. I always find for me that I want to make sure that I'm attending events where I, Get a, a, a you know, I get a feel that that the people's values and beliefs are similar to mine, and I, I, we'll be able to connect better at a deeper level. Again, that 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 if that's not important, that would actually go against everything both you and I yeah. believe. So, <laughs> uh, so finding places where there is uh, common thinking, uh, like-minded, like-hearted, is going to accelerate the fact that your message is received and also supported. So we had mentioned those two events, Digital Footprints in October, Secret Knock happens next March. And if you go to either one of our our social media sites, uh, the Umbrella Syndicate has a whole slew of sites that we go to or events we go to that would help you plan your time so you're getting the maximum value out of your, your expense and investment in actually making sure you're connecting with the right people. Yeah, I agree. And like I said, I mean, you gotta, you can't be at every event, but you have to, you have to pick the ones that are going to provide you the best leverage for your message with either your book, your, you know, speaking, your coaching, your business, whatever that may be. And, you know, it all ties back to what you said about the social media and, or the social proof, actually, why that's so important. Because when people see you at these events, you know, you you look like you're the authority. They they see you around these other influencers, and they feel they that trust and credibility is there when it comes to what you specialize in. Can we can you talk you? a little bit about the trust and credibility aspect too, with the social proof and everything we've been talking about? Because I think that's really important too. You know, that's how people people buy on emotion. People want to connect with others based upon emotion, and but they have to trust trust you, find you credible, ethical, and that type of thing. What, what would be your input on that? Well, I think I'm a firm believer of the Baskin and Robbins 31 Flavors approach of trying you out. So if you're doing something in life that other people are doing, for you to stand out, you need to actually show that you're committed to giving people a taste that you're different. So what I do is I make sure that if people want to experience what we're doing, that we actually do something for them that shows that we're not only committed to them, but that it will actually make a difference. And it'll, here's a great example. A lot of people take the photos that I photograph them 
and they put it as their profile picture and they get a hundred to 300 and sometimes even as high as 500 likes and all this crazy engagement. Whereas if you look at their other photos, they may only have 20, 30 likes. And so that gift that I'm giving them is showing that there is a difference in the way a photo can be taken and how a photo can be received when you capture the spirit of someone. And that, that's pretty, very special. Oh, absolutely. I can relate a hundred percent. I know I'm a coach, you know, for my son's travel ball team. And there was a, one of the assistant coaches has a sister that always comes and she's taking pictures and she's pretty good at it. And she took a photo of myself and my son together following a game. You know, we were, you know, it was kind of in the moment, you know, we didn't plan on it. We just kind of, she said, okay, you two get together, boom. And it was just right there in the moment. And there was just something special about that photo. I posted it, when was it? About a week and a half ago. And it received almost 250 to 300 likes, somewhere in that range, and had a lot of comments. I couldn't even get back to everybody. But it's wow. so important. I think, you know, a professional photographer, somebody like yourself, that understands the moment, because that's what life really is about. It's about moment, the experience. And, you know, a good photographer is going to be able to capture that. And and that is good social proof as well as a way to connect and build trust and credibility with your audience. Well, there's another dynamic to that, Chris, that's pretty interesting. If you take a picture that's really capturing the moment and it is that high-quality photo, it may not actually target the right people or reach the people you want it to reach. So... There are actually four ingredients to having a viral campaign be successful. The first one is how special that content is. So you and your son in that special moment is extremely valuable content. The distribution happened organically with no necessary plan. But if you have a plan attached to it and you have maybe 40,000 people following you a week, that would expedite that that, uh, content actually reaching a lot more people and hopefully the right people. And then actually steering it to the right audience and having new audiences that you want to engage with, see that photo. And the last one is the speed of relevance. So what I found most photographers and social media plans lack is the speed of relevance to the campaign. For instance, if I met you in CEO space next week, which I will be meeting you, and someone took our picture, that picture will be relevant that day and tomorrow. That's it that day and the next day. After that, it diminishes at a half-life every day. So the the difference between most photographers, and by the way, photographers, just like publishers, are wonderful people in their element for doing what they're supposed to be doing, which is take pictures and publish books. But in the game of social media, social proof, it is absolutely insanely different, and it's related to distribution, strategy, timeliness, et cetera. So if you and I get that picture taken and this person takes the best picture ever, they don't even show it to us. And we get it a month later, two months later, we may not even know what to do with it. Yeah, because it's it's irrelevant. It's not in the moment. It wasn't at the time that you were at that event or whatever the case may be. And that's the complexity of it because a lot of people think about things from a standpoint of one dimension or one ingredient or maybe two ingredients, but they don't think about the all the ingredients that are involved. So let's take a cup of coffee just for fun. If you have a cup of coffee and someone said, if I said, Chris, can I get you a cup of coffee? And he said, yes, I'd love a cup of coffee. And I said, 
great. Do you mind if I only give you one ingredient? And you go, huh? And I say, yeah. Instead of giving you the coffee bean in hot water with cream and sugar, do you mind if I just give you only one of those ingredients? You would laugh at me. You would say, this is, <laughs> this is not even close to a smart conversation to have. Why are you even having this conversation with me? And that's how ludicrous most book campaigns are and most photography situations are. Is they're just taking the photo or they're just printing the book. They're missing the other three ingredients. So I don't want to give you a hot cup of water or just a little bit of cream in a cup or just a little bit of sugar or a coffee bean that's empty in the cup. It would just wouldn't make sense. And by the way, if I only use two of those ingredients, at least we're getting closer to a cup of coffee, but it's still not a cup of coffee. And so yeah. the main point I'd like to share in, in you know the final segment is Knowing the variables that cause a tipping point, which Malcolm Gladwell establishes in his book called Tipping Point and Outliers, is that you really need to know what the variables are to cause the most efficient and explosive campaign for your, your perception campaign to turn into a reality campaign. Wow, that was really good. I think that's some powerful stuff that our listeners can really take home Today, we, we had some great information, Ken. This is awesome, our, what you've been sharing with us today. I wanted to leave a little time, uh, Ken, to have you talk about a little bit about your publishing company, what makes it unique, and in, in our, in our in alignment with Voice America here. Well, thank you for that, Chris. Um, one of the things I'm most passionate about is publishing because so many people do create a legacy, but unfortunately, a legacy has such a small penetration in the world that the impact is almost questionable. So I believe that the influencer channel that Jeff Spinard has come up with is actually the brilliant message of become an influencer and then leave a legacy. So a lot of people do it backwards. They say, I'm going to write a book, which is technically a bucket list item, and they hope to become an influencer, but it doesn't happen. So the right way to do this is figure out how you can have the social proof to become an influencer and then connect with a publisher that really understands social proof campaigns is really passionate about making sure your legacy is actually reaching and impacting lots of people for a long period of time. And that, that is actually probably the best message I could give your audience is not to waste their time writing a book that doesn't have a marketing plan, but actually create a statement. I think Gandhi said it best, my life is my message. And so create a message that's so powerful that you become an influencer so that when you actually document the, the legacy piece of it, that it actually has the legs to actually go viral and cause the biggest impact you want it to have. Wow, this is powerful. Uh, Ken, we just have about 25 seconds. Where can people find you best if they have any questions? At ChristopherSalem.com, uh, <laughs> influencer channel. <laughs> um, I said that yesterday, Facebook. all right. <laughs> so um, I'm on Facebook, Ken Rashawn. And uh, the, the Umbrella Syndicate on Facebook.com is actually the way to probably best connect with me. And I have an email address, Ken at the Umbrella Syndicate.com. And yeah. I'll tell you, Chris, you are such a powerful leader, and I really appreciate you allowing me on your show. Ken, thank you so much for having you. We've offered a wealth of information, and I'm so glad to be connected with you as, as radio hosts here on Voice America. Again, you're listening to the Voice America radio show uh, the sustainable success. We were Ken Rashan amplifying your uh, message for sustainable success. We'll be on demand with this show later today if you want to find us. And again, thanks everybody for joining us. Have a great and prosperous day. 
Thank you for tuning in to Sustainable Success. Be sure to join Chris Salem and his guests every Wednesday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time and 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Have an incredible week.